Welcome to the Life of an Average Joe podcast. I'm here, your host, the one and only Brandon Avera. Uh, very excited to be here this Sunday fun day. I uh, hope you guys had a great weekend, had a, had a you know, productive, I don't know, maybe you don't want a productive weekend. Some weekends don't need a productive. Mine's been super busy. Um, <clears throat> so I'm taking this time to, to do a podcast now because I don't know when I'll be able to do a next one. I've got some writing to do after this, so uh, we're going to knock some stuff out today and, and get back to uh, some Netflix. I've been finally catching up on Narcos. Now I'm in Narcos, Mexico, and it took a little while to get into it. I wasn't, I wasn't feeling it, but I love the connection and you know having Pablo Escobar show up. Uh, it was great. So I'm very excited about uh, season two of Narcos, Mexico. I don't know why it took me so long. I guess I just got sidetracked. But um, anyway, so yeah, we're here today. I, I want to thank Anchor and, and for supporting me and thank everybody on uh, Apple Podcasts. We're, we're any podcast platform. You can find us. So make sure you are following the Life of an Average Joe podcast on your favorite platform. And don't forget to check out toycarsonthenightstand.com. Uh, that is the blog that I have. It's kind of uh, these are these two kind of go hand in hand in life. Um, that's where you can see all the updates, all my, I don't know, thoughts, feelings. We discuss everything, um, everything. The last one that I wrote about was about guilt, uh, mostly connected to dad guilt. So for all you dads out there, that's a good one to read. I was hoping to have a guest on today, but um, apparently everybody's uh, either on the lake, working, or not answering me. So I'm going to do this solo, just me and my tups juice pack. Uh, So if you haven't figured it out right now, this episode is about beer. Uh, It's one of three episodes in regards to beer. I just want to do a series on beer. I don't know why. I mean, I do know why, because who doesn't love beer? Uh, But yes, I'm drinking a Tupps Brewery juice pack right now. Very easy, uh, hazy pale ale, super crushable, fun to drink. Um, One of my favorites, and uh, that's from Tupps Brewery in McKinney. Uh, so for everybody out there uh, in McKinney, go see Tups. Those guys are great. They're expanding too. Uh, about to move the brewery, going to a big location, uh, not too far from downtown. Uh, which you know, I'm excited about it. I am. I think it's great for them. It shows it shows that they're moving in a positive direction. I'm a little bummed out though because I like the you know I like the place where they're at. Holds some special memories for me. Um, you know, I remember going there. God, I want to say five years ago. We'll just roughly say five years. And it was hot. It was June. Um, my wife and the kids were all out of town. And I was working at this, this bar, Spear 2, in Frisco Square. One of my favorite bars ever to work with. Just one of those moments that you have a job and you have a bar that is just perfect. Like the stars align. Everything works out, and it was just a great location. Unfortunately, it was sold, and unfortunately, the the owners after that ran into the ground, and um, not surprised there, and here we are. But um, Tups was new on the scene. Um, Tups was was new, and I heard some good things about him, and I got invited to go out to the brewery, so I drove out there and met Keith, the the owner, Uh, big man on campus. What a great guy. And it was hot. I mean, the brewery was cool. It was a very cool place. And it was nowhere near what it looks like now, but it was just hot in that brewery. Oh, my God. And they, they uh, he was telling me about Tups and kind of the vibe they were going for. 
and he was introducing me to their to their beers. And at the time, they had Cotton Mill Gold, which was a pale ale. Uh, it was kind of malty amber. I, I liked it. Um, they had uh, their Black Lager. I forgot the name of it. That just tells you how much beer I've drank. Um, they had the Tups IPA, which was a stellar IPA. You know, just straight up. Uh, I kind of kind of put it in the lines of the Deep Bellum IPA, where it was just a good IPA. You know, nothing fancy, just good. And then they had the um, Texas Shade, which was their wheat beer. And I'm not a big wheat beer guy, but I liked it. Actually, we came up with a drink. We called it the Shady Lemon. So we would take a shot of Deep Eddie's Lemon Vodka and pour it into the Texas Shade. Oh, man. You drink like two, three of those, and, and you're good. But they were, they were good people. They were good guys. Uh, Keith was very hospitable. And uh, we invited him out to an event. I had a spirit to a pint night. Um, I'm not sure if it was a pint night or uh, actually no, it was a uh, an event. It was a special pint night before an FC Dallas game, and uh, they were awesome. And they they've been at both of my beer festivals. Actually, all three beer festivals I've had in my life, they were there. I'm getting some feedback here. Sorry guys, I'm getting some some noise coming in here. I'm not sure where it's coming from. Uh, anyway, but um, and uh, just kind of fell in love with the brewery. So I always remember that day. And then, of course, he gave me some samples, which, which is always nice to take home and drink. But I've also done some other things there, you know. We, we used to go there quite a bit. I, I proposed to my wife there. I don't know if that's a good memory anymore. I mean, it was a good memory, just a tragic ending, I guess. But, um, uh, yeah, you know, some of my friends have played there. You know, Ryan Berg, Matt Bell in the Next of Kin, Karina Grove. God, there's been some great artists there. Just some uh, some special memories in that place. And uh, so it's going to be sad to see them go to a new place, but I'm very happy for them. In this day and age, you know, breweries are not easy anyway. They're just not. I mean, to make a brewery and get one operational and, and keep it functioning and, and, and have good quality beer, it's tough. You know, you have to separate yourselves. You have to create a following and a vibe, and um, it's tough. And now in 2020 in COVID, especially in Texas where – you know, tap rooms are closed and, and things are just tough. Um, it's, you know, to, to see anything positive is, is just great because we're losing, we're losing breweries left and right. You know, whether they want to admit it or not, you know, we've lost four and I believe two more are on the brink, probably more than I realize. And some of the ones that you think are going to make it aren't. Um, so to see somebody go in a positive direction that's great but tops i salute you juice pack thank you for that i do have some ddh 23 in there uh, but i don't want to drink that right now but i'm you know i'm here to talk about beer you know i remember when i was in michigan younger and uh definitely below the legal drinking age you kind of just drank what you could get i mean i used to drink malibu i forget that i used to buy pints of blue carousel just drink it. I mean, who who wants that stuff? Amaretto. I mean, all your basic 21-year-old drinks. I used to drink Mickey's One Stops. They used to come in the little grenades. And uh, that's just some awful malt liquor. But then we'd get in, you know, then we got into the Bud Ice phase. The Ice phase. Molson Ice. Bud Ice. Um, and those were, those were the big ones. You know, they were higher alcohol. I remember they had the penguin on the, uh, the cap. You know, funny story, I um, had a party one time at my parents' house when they were out of town. And 
I was real good to clean up, probably too good, and I think that's what got me in trouble because I'd cleaned, I left the place cleaner than it was. But we would rope off sections. I would have signs up, do not go upstairs, do not use this bathroom, do not go here. We tried to keep everything outside, and I remember I would take the bottles and put them in bags, and I would hide them in the field behind my house. And then I would drive the car around to the other side and load them that way so nobody would see me taking the bottles. Uh, we did this all at nighttime, too, because you got a refund. You know, back in Michigan, you get a deposit. You take them back, you get 10 cents. So, But I remember my parents had a, you know, they had a pool. They don't have it anymore. And somehow, some way, a butt ice cap <laughs> with the penguin on it that would tell you how cold the beer was got thrown in the pool and not only thrown but embedded at the bottom of the pool. So it was embedded in the liner of the pool, which is super expensive. And I remember just, you know, coming up with the dumbest excuses of how it got on there. Oh, the wind must have blew it in. Oh, the girls next door were having a party. They must have threw it in there. And my parents knew that I did something, but they didn't have really any proof. But they knew. And, uh, I mean, the house was clean. And then that one lone survivor butt ice cap was just sitting at the bottom of my pool. I think my sister found it. I think she went down there with goggles and told my parents and my dad was flipping out, you know, don't remove it because you got to pay the liner. They don't have that pool anymore. And truth be told, I, I, it stayed in there for a while. It may have stayed in there till the pool got removed. I don't know. I, I don't want to ask it because I'm pretty sure it's still a sore subject today. But, but that just goes to show you, man, we were drinking that crap. And then, of course, being from Michigan, you know, Canada's right there. 45-minute drive. If you're outside of Detroit, if you're in Detroit, 10 minutes, you're in Windsor. We would drink Labatt, Labatt Blue. Some of the best Canadian. To this day, I still like Labatt. I know you can get it in Texas because I think Benny Keith distributes it. But it's not the same. It's not the same of having that cold Labatt Blue on draft, and we would drink that. That was just because it was cheap, but... I was also a snob. I didn't realize that I was about to be a snob. And I don't know if, if, if saying I was a, a snob is fair. I think I just realized I wanted some better beer. Killian's Irish Red came out. That was a big deal back then, and we drank that. Of course, Guinness, you know, obviously. Uh, Bass Ale, I never really liked, but my buddy Toby drank that all the time. But we also were in Michigan, so we were surrounded by breweries. Bell's. Founders, New Holland, Atwater. Uh, those were the big ones at the time, and Atwater was, was the latter. Uh, there's some other big ones, that, you know, some other big ones like in Ohio, Great Lakes Brewing. We're surrounded by all those guys. Bell's Oberon, the summer beer, which I still haven't had this summer, now that's in Texas. I need to find some because it's, it just takes me back home. But when Oberon came out, they would have a big Oberon festival, and they still do. Of course they don't do it anymore or they didn't do it this year because of covid that was the summer in michigan and you just drank oberon you'd go on the lake you'd go to the you know up north you'd go you know to the parks and you were drinking oberon until you couldn't drink it anymore and then of course founders you know i mean texas has only been graced with the presence of founders for a few years now same with new holland i grew up on that and i loved it and then atwater came along and and we started really supporting them and then all the other breweries and brew pubs 
One of my favorites in Michigan right now is in South Lyon, Witch's Hat. Witch's Hat Brewery in South Lyon, right down the street from the high school I went to. One of the best breweries out there, small, but just good beer, Witch's Hat Brewery. I cannot wait to get there. I've reached out and tried to get them to deliver me or send me beer down here, on the record and off the record, and they, they just won't do it, but just some phenomenal beers in Michigan. Excuse me, I had to take a drink of water. These allergies are killing me right now. It's like the pollen and everything is making my voice go, my nose, my chest hurts. I'm a mess. But anyway, um, you know, and then I, you know, I come to Texas and I was shocked when I moved down here 11 years ago how little or how few breweries there were in the area. You know, there was like six at the time in DFW. Now there's 70 plus, give or take. And I remember, you know, the first Texas beer I had was Shiner. And we all have our favorite beers, you know. Everybody raves about Yingling, and Yingling is good, but let's be real. It's, it's, it's because you grew up on it or you can't get it here. That's the only reason. It's good beer, but it's not top-notch, phenomenal. I'd rather have a juice pack. I'll be honest with you. But um, Shiner was what somebody gave me, and I hated every second of it. And I'm not afraid to admit it. That's, a, that's an awful beer. It's horrible. If you didn't grow up in Texas, you didn't drink it. And if you did grow up in Texas, you were just forced to drink it. I'm sorry, man. Shiner is not a good beer. Do they make some good beers? Okay, yeah. I get the respect and the tradition. But now I can get it in Michigan. Colored water. Might as well just die of Bud Light. It's awful. So I was disappointed. And then Deep Ellen Brewery splashed on the scene. Franconia splashed on the scene. Deep Ellum came out with cherry or their double brown stout. So it was a great beer. Their IPA, which we all know, still around today. People forget the farmhouse wit and the rye. I forgot, I forgot what it was called, rye something. But it was good. It, the rye was ahead of its time. It didn't make the cut because nobody was doing anything with rye beers at the time. But I think had they brought that back out now, it might be good. And then Franconia, Franconia wheat, one of the best wheats in Texas, if not still the best wheat in Texas. And then he had the Dunkel. And then he Oktoberfest and Lager. And then he's expanded since. But those were the breweries in RAR out in Fort Worth. And now here we are. But my problem is, with all these breweries that are coming out, or that are out, I mean, now it's different because of 2020, because they're suffering, is I'm kind of, look, I'm, my style of beer is all over the place. I don't like sours, but I, I get it. I've had a couple that are okay. Belgian beers I like, but I'm, I'm, it depends which ones. Like, I'm not into, like, the Trappists and all that. I love IPAs. I like West Coast, East Coast, Hazy. I like an IPA. Like I just drank from Texas Ale Project, one of my favorite IPAs, 100 Million Angels Singing. Just a bomb in your mouth, just delicious. Um, you know, I love those. I like those bombs. You know, Hop Slam from Bell's, one of my favorites. You know, Founders All Day IPA is great. Uh, Tups, DDH. Manhattan Project 
half-life and double half-life. I mean, we can keep going. But I like stouts, good stout, give me a beast. It doesn't even have to have an IB, high ABV. If you can have a good stout with good, bold flavor, and it's a five, six percenter, that's great. Don't get me wrong, I, I've got Martin House. I forgot which one I have in my fridge right now. Um, but that thing's like 14%. But I mean, how many of those am I going to drink and still be able to get up and know what country I'm in? So I'm at this point now where I'm also in a weird phase too where I'm really craving European beers, not just Peroni, but like German beers, like Hackershore. And I'm just, I just want a good German beer. I don't know. It's I blame Pe- Peaky Blinders because I've been walking, watching Peaky Blinders and they're drinking these English and Irish pints and I'm, I'm just craving that. So um, I'm going to have to start picking some more up soon because I'll, I, I don't have any Peroni in the fridge. I don't have any German beer and that's what I'm craving. And that, that's going to go down one day. It's going to disappear, but I got to take advantage of it. Um, even a good Carlsberg. I don't know. I feel like they changed the recipe on that. But now I'm to the point where I just want a good beer. It doesn't have to be high ABV. It, those are nice, but give me a five and a half, six percenter that tastes good, and I'm okay with it. I'm also to the point where I'm getting a little tired of all these beers. I know that sounds crazy, but every time I turn around, there's some new peanut butter and jelly um, aged in cookie crumbles with Sprite and um, sugar. Like, that sounds... I didn't want to try it, man. You know, like, every time I turn around, there, there, there's some sort of variation or new seltzer. Hey, we got this seltzer. You can keep your seltzers. And I got to believe... I mean, I know White Claw is out there, but I got to believe that the seltzers from the local breweries are not as big as White Claw or even really can't be making them that much money. And I want to ask somebody, if you know, if you think that the seltzers from the, because I know Texas Ale Project has one, Deep Ellum has one, Tups, I think had one. Um, oh, there's tons of them out there. I don't know what that noise is, guys. I, I can't figure it out. Um, but I just can't see them selling. I feel like that trend is dying down. I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe it's just because I hate them. But... If you know, let me know. Please comment, share. You can email me. You can, you know, text me. Well, if you have my phone number, you should know me by now. I'm not going to give out my phone, but, you know, you can email me and uh, comment on Facebook page. Let me know what you think. You know, are seltzers still a thing other than White Claw? I mean, Bud Light made one, for God's sakes. And I feel like once Bud Light makes one, then that, that style is dead. That was like the nail in the coffin. Because Bud Light's just crap. It's just crap beer. It's not me being snotty. If you don't like hoppy beers or stouts, there's plenty of other great beers. Oak Cliff Lager is phenomenal. It's easy to drink. Go drink that. Those guys are great. But not Bud Light. Please, it's embarrassing. Like 32% water. So I feel like all they did was make a seltzer with their beer. I don't know. But, you know, I'm... I'm tired. Just make a good beer. You don't have to impress me anymore with, you know, a triple barrel aged, quadruple dry hopped with cherries on top. It's a gimmick unless you're just running out of ideas. And if you're running out of ideas, just make me a good beer. Stick with what you know or figure it out. 
Don't get me wrong, there is a place for those, you know, seasonals and one-offs. But I know a lot of breweries out there that, in my opinion, have lost sight of what they do best. And I, I won't even buy their stuff anymore. I mean, not when you got guys, like I mentioned, you know, like Celestial and Texas Ale Project and Tups and uh, Oak Cliff and Manhattan Project. And you've got those guys out there, you know. RAR's one-offs are phenomenal, you know. Um, and then, of course, you're getting stuff from out of, out of state, like Founders and Bells. And, and, and there's just good stuff out there. You know, Turning Point out in Bedford makes some of the best IPAs and stouts I've had. It's outrageous, so I don't get them very much, but they're phenomenal. So when I see that, and I can just go to a beer, I know I can buy Juice Pack or the new DDH or 100 Million Angels singing, and I'm going to get that good beer. Even with the DDH changing and even their variants, the last few DDH variants they did have been great. But I know I can do that. I know I can go find Half-Life anywhere. Double Half-Life make me even happier. And I can go buy that. And it's a solid beer. Every time. I'm going to go for it. And I'll try beers. We, I used to do, do this event once a month called the Gathering of the Fools. And it was me and about five guys, maybe six, would get together at my house. And we'd, you know smoke cigars and, and just all drink beer inevitably way too much in order and order Jets pizza. But we, it, the whole point was to get together and, and just talk, but we'd all try different beers. By the end of the night, we were just drinking whatever we could and, and it was too much. But now I don't, I don't really do the gathering of the fools anymore because half of them ended up being fools. So uh, I don't hang out with them anymore, but now I just do little get togethers with my close friends. And I do that once a month. You know, my, my buddies like David and Eric and Brad and whenever Joey can get out there, you know, that's that's our crew. And and, and we get together and we talk and, and we drink beer, man. And we got another one coming up and we try to try different stuff. It's hard because all of us have drank so much beer in our life. It's hard to find something that we haven't had before. But now it's just about just drinking good beer. Um, sometimes we've had them before and they're just so good we'll do it again um, you know David's a, has been a big Lakewood Brewing fan so he'll bring me or bring us almost every Lakewood beer he can find when they release a new one you know Eric's a big Belgian guy so he, he'll do that I can rely on him to do that and that's what's cool about it is I would normally not buy those beers but I get to try them and I just try to do whatever I can but um, so I'm looking forward to that. And those are the days that we try the weird stuff. That's the day I'll seek out a key lime pie martini aged in tequila bottle beer. You know, I'll, I'll try that. Um, but if I'm just having a couple beers out or I'm sitting on the patio like after Luke goes to bed, I mean, I really don't do that. I really don't like to do that. I don't like to have any beers while Luke's in the house, to be honest with you. It's just my thing. It's not to say that one beer would hurt. I just don't. But occasionally it'll happen, and I wait till he's in bed, and I'll sit on the patio, and I'll have my one beer. I'm going to go to something I know. It's probably going to be low ABV, but I'm just going to go, and I'm going to have it and be done with it. And I think the breweries need to focus on 
beer, good quality beer. Just make good stuff. You know, just make good quality beers. Give me your one-offs and I'll try something new. You've got to be creative. I know. I understand the difficulty it is for a brewery to, to try to stay relevant and consistent especially with the way our taste buds change so fast. So I get all these different, you know, oyster stouts and um, lamb testicles and all that. Uh, but if you have a core or you, you, you know you do something good, then you can mess around with those other beers. But if you're just constantly changing those beers and that's your gimmick, I never know what to get from you. I never know what to buy because every time I turn around, that beer might not be there. And there's five other random beers with 17 different ingredients that I've never heard of or never even wanted to try. Uh, it's just, it's not for me. And, and maybe I'm the minor- minority here. Some breweries do that very well. Martin House seems to be cranking out beers left and right, and they do those things very well. I wouldn't say that even Martin House has core beers. They do, but they do sours great. They do stouts great. I wish they put out some more IPAs, to be honest with you. But I've liked them when I've had them. But they're, they're crushing it out there. But you've got other breweries that, that every time I turn around, it's some new banana split topped off with vanilla ice cream beer. I couldn't name one of their core beers. And if they're so, so focused on these weird ones or these one-offs or these... I don't know what you want to call them, what gimmicky beers. Are they even giving much attention to the good stuff anymore? I just think that that after COVID-19, and there's never really a truly after, but the ones that survived this pandemic, I feel like they're going to have to reevaluate what they do as a brewery, in my opinion. And I could be, I could be dead wrong, but... And that being said, get out there and support your local breweries. I talked about it on KVGI the other day. You got to get out there hurting, you know. Going to local stores to buy beer is fine. Local beer is fine, you know. It'd be nice if you could go directly to the source, and we do have that opportunity. I don't get to go as much as I could because I have my own bills to pay and things like that. But I try to go once a month at least, maybe twice. And I pick a different brewery to support. You know, this next one I'm going to will be Oak Cliff. I'm driving to Oak Cliff. I have a beer there because I guess they got their beer garden open somehow. So God bless them for that. And then I'm going to pick up some stuff uh, because those guys are great, you know. And then we'll figure out where I go from there next after that. But uh, I was just visited uh, Bitter Sisters in Addison last month and had some really good beers there too uh, to take with me. So, you know, that's the best way to do it. You know, go to the source. Give them the money. Let's keep these around. I'd hate to see us revert back to where we only have a handful of breweries by the end of the year. So, you know, let me know what you think. This is part one of, a, a, of my, my beer series. Just kind of all over the place, discussing styles, um, breweries, my opinions on the, on the market. Uh, you know, not actual factual stuff here, just, just tossing out my opinion. That's all it is. Not hating on anybody, not bashing anybody, just talking. Um, the next one, I'll, I'll, I'll hopefully get one of the guys on there. So Brad, David, Eric, Joey, uh, whoever else is out there, if you're there and you want to do one with me, please let me know because uh, I'm going to hit you up. I know David was working today, but uh, we'll try to get him on. He's a big beer connoisseur, big fan of New, New Holland, 
and Lakewood. Loves Dragon's Milk. Don't blame them there. Um, maybe we'll touch base on Dragon's Milk and how we killed a keg of that. So uh, thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed your Sunday fun day. I hope it was peaceful. And you guys be safe out there, and we'll see you soon.